All right, welcome back. This is Drunk Off PNR. As always, I'm Eddie, and I'm with my pal Aiden. Aiden, what's going on? Drunk Off PNR, free agency edition. One of, if not the best, day of the NBA calendar. It's like Christmas morning. It really is, which is ironic because the NBA schedule should probably start on Christmas morning, and that's <laughs> supposed to be their big day. And no one really, really cares should. about the actual games. We just live all year hoping to land a free agent during the the first five minutes of NBA free agency. It's insane. I love it. My favorite part about every free agency is the 601 five-year deal already agreed upon. Yes, yes. The We are tampering, but we're not going to call it tampering. But yeah, we were definitely tampering. <laughs> yeah, like if, I, if I'm the Bucks, I'm pissed. If yes. I'm anything that's ever been in trouble for tampering, I'm, I'm always upset when, you know... Lonzo Ball signs with the Bulls at 6.01. Shams has it already. Deals and worked out. The trades worked out. It's like, well, guys, we're not allowed to do this. We can't talk about this until 6. How do we already have this all figured out? How does Shams have the numbers? What are we doing? The numbers, the players, and the two most prominent deals that happened right at 6 o'clock were both deals that were sign and trade. So it wasn't even like a team was talking to a specific player. They were talking to a specific player and talking to the other team. To, <laughs> so multiple players were involved in the trade. Like, that's the funniest part to me. I, I, I'll never get sick of it. I'll never get sick of it. If my team ever gets in trouble for tampering, I will find Adam Silver. But other than that, yes. I'm good with it. I was going to say, it doesn't bother me. I think it adds to the intrigue of the of the night that is. And it's a little bit weird this year with it being on a on a Monday night, we're recording Monday night, um, about two hours in the free agency. So we let some of these deals roll in. Usually I think the big night when KD went to the nets and, and all those deals, it was a Saturday, which made it at six o'clock, which was even more intriguing. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, everybody's off. Everyone's focused as it is. Everybody's on their phone, but this is still fun. This is still a really fun time of year. I love it. Yeah. Now we kind of touched on the first deal, but do we want to talk Deals that have already happened. I know you had a couple topics for us today other than just the deals. So how do you want to go? Here's I'll start with one. And then of all the things on my list, we can really go anyway after this. But this one has been just kind of gnawing at me all day because I saw it. it this tweet is from 842 a.m. And I saw it soon after. And I've just been pondering it all day, all day at work. You'd think I'd be thinking about my actual job. No, I've been thinking about this specific tweet and it has nothing to do with my team. You ready? Yeah. Zach Levine says he wants he he wants his respect in contract extension and will stay in touch with Bulls in coming days as they face challenging decisions with cap space. Why in a year where they extended the playoff teams so 10 teams could make it into the playoffs? And the Chicago Bulls weren't one of them. Why are you facing salary cap challenges? <laughs> what? How? How are you that bad in facing salary cap problems? Yeah, I don't have their I don't have them pulled up right now. We can pull them up if you want. But I know Zach Levine's getting money. Vucevic gets money. Markinen's a restricted free agent, I believe. And we 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 can lead that right into the first deal of the night. Lonzo Ball signed trade for 85 or yeah, 85 million. Yeah. So I guess that's a salary cap decision problems that they're having is they wanted to be big spenders and they signed Lonzo Ball and then they signed Alex Cruz. So to be his backup four years, 37 million. So, I mean, congrats to the Chicago Bulls. They are now officially better than the Charlotte Hornets and it'll be easier to make, the, to make the playoffs out of the play in tournament. So really good for them. That's really exciting. Now, do they still have Kobe White? Does this team have four point guards right now? Yes. Yes. So explain so explain to me anything about the Chicago Bulls. Explain to me what the, <laughs> I, Kobe White's young. I think he's talented. It's also year two, so you would think, hey, might want to figure out if he's like the future or not. Or yeah. sign Lonzo and Alex Russo. You also, if we take a, like a step back and like even a couple years back, they drafted Chris Dunn. Then they drafted Kobe White and traded Chris Dunn. And now they're signing Lonzo and Caruso. So basically, they have four, at min- minimum, four shooting guards slash point guards under 6'5". Zach Levine's not big either. All they had to do 
was take Derrick Rose out of that playoff game when they were up 15 points for two minutes. They have a title and they still have Derrick Rose. And they wouldn't have to deal with any of this. Uh, But I know that's probably not the place you expected uh, to to start the show, but that's just been gnawing at me because I know everyone always, we have this endless debate. Was the process worth it? And obviously the Sixers have never won a title. But the point of the process was to be a team who wasn't at the salary cap limit and competing for the eight seed in the East. Like that was the whole point, which is exactly where the Chicago Bulls are. So if you want to unload Zach Levine and contract extensions, be my guest because what? I don't, I honestly, you look at the names and their bench is terrible and their coaching's bad. So like there are obvious problems there, but Lonzo's not bad. Levine's not bad. Caruso and um, Kobe White are decent backups. Um, Laurie and Vucevic, those are decent players. And like, maybe, in my opinion, maybe they'll make the play-ins this, this season. Yeah, so you have to break it down. You have to give them credit because they're not going to get swept by the Bucks. I think it'll be five games. Yeah, you know? like they might win impressive. one at home. Yeah, they might win like game three at home and then – uh, lose game four and then go back to Milwaukee and get smoked by 30 and go home. Right. So yeah, congrats. Like that's awesome. Good for you guys. That's exactly what every team wants to do is be done by April and losing five games to a team that's completely better than you at every position. Hey, listen, Cancun, I hear is beautiful around the end of April. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't know, but, but I'm, yeah. su- I'm sure Zach Levine's got a decent amount of experience of like late April, early June, Cancun, or other tropical destinations. Yeah, they, they have compiled like the all Turks and Caicos team who have just like <laughs> never ever like made it further than the first round of the playoffs. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine. Uh, well, I guess Alex Caruso has an NBA ring, so I guess I should shut up. But just Lori Markinen, all these guys on Vucevic, yeah, who classic like magic, another eight seed, perennial eight seed for a while. Awful, just awful. I, I'm sorry, I didn't want to like go off just like trashing the chicago bulls chicago's a great city Lollapalooza looked unreal they look crazy what a stupid 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 decision and you know what they're the winners of that trade as much as oh, yeah I'm, like making fun of them what are the pelicans doing <laughs> honestly they got thomas something i don't know how to pronounce his last name so i'm Is not gonna Ransky? try garrett temple who's been in the league since before i was born mm-hmm. and they got like a second round pick so Shout out Zion and Brandon Ingram for even showing up to practice the rest of this year, as I wouldn't. I put my two weeks in last week. Remember, I think it was before this season, or maybe it was like during the season, and there was that rumor that Zion's camp, quote unquote, was upset with the Pelicans and thinking about the future there. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? Relax. You've been there two years. You haven't even really given it a chance. You can't even legally drink yet. And you broke your foot the first year. What were they supposed to do? You're supposed to be the future and you can't play. Now I get it. Yeah. Now I understand. <laughs> now, if you want to complain, be my guest. Cause right. I think you have very solid ground to stand on. If you have to put a, a complaint, the HR, listen, they just traded the best point guard they've had since Chris Paul a decade ago to the Bulls for Garrett Temple, who's 45 years old. Yeah. And Sidoransky. So like yeah. you just downgraded at the at the uh point guard position. That's literally all you did and picked and up listen, a second round pick. Lodge's making way less than I thought he was going to get. Like I thought he was gonna get somewhere not a hundred, but close to four for a hundred, and the Pelicans be like, that's too rich for our blood. They're like, oh, four for eighty-five. No way. No, we can't do four for 85. Like 20, listen, 20 million is a lot of money. That's like pretty right in the middle for like NBA guys nowadays. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. It's not yeah. an awful contract. I, I know I keep making fun of the of the Bulls, but it's not an awful contract. It was just weird that they the Pelicans made Lonzo a restricted free agent, which obviously doesn't mean you have to resign him, but you can match anything. I don't know what they expected him to get, but they make him a restricted free agent and then the, they balk at the first deal that he gets from somebody else. And it's not even anything too crazy. Like what's the plan? Unless you, you have some other mastermind plan a year from now. Right. I thought it was going to be 
I thought it was we're gonna make him a restricted free agent. If you're if you want Lonzo, you're gonna have to pay Lonzo. That's not paying so that's not overpaying for Lonzo Ball. That's no maybe more than I would want to pay Lonzo, but that's not overpaying Lonzo Ball. You the the what the line of thinking had to have been we need to keep our options for years to come. We can't settle ourselves with we can't settle for Lonzo Ball being our third best player. Like we have to keep our options open for the future. Which is like a gamble to play with. It's like when you have the parlay and you're three <laughs> legs in of five, and you're like, should I cash out now or should I go for the five and five on the on the five leg parlay? Like that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah. They're there, but they're not quite there yet. Like Zion could leave, or they could find a third uh, musketeer to him and Ingram and be set for the next five years. Listen, I don't think Zion, Ingram, and Lonzo is the worst trio to run out there. And I don't think no. if, if you if you're planning on winning a title, Lonzo, whether he's on your team or not, isn't going to be your third best player. Like he's a solid player. That's not a, the third best player on a championship team, though. No, that well, that's what I think their line of thinking is. We need to, to in order to convince Zion to stay, we need to be championship caliber. Lonzo doesn't make us championship caliber. So we have to move on and not saddle ourselves with four years, 85 million with a guy will want to trade in two years when some other star pops up. But at the same time, you got nothing in return. Like you basically yeah. just let him leave for nothing. Yeah, no. Um, David Griffin, well-known, terrible GM who somehow still keeps getting <laughs> NBA jobs. Does it once again. Good for him. Good I, for him. I'm, I'm guessing they're expecting david griffin to somehow turn into like a really good drafter because like zion like you don't need to be a good drafter to draft zion you, yeah sorry guys it just but, happens you know the sixth seventh eighth pick you might need to you know do a little bit of scouting i don't know I, if david griffin's ever done that i love that jackson hayes kid that they drafted but then he also i guess got in a fight with the police this weekend so i don't know how that plays out but yeah he was i liked him he was very good very springy yeah. I like Jackson. One of the best Hayes. jumpers that I've seen. Also, yeah. they did, but they stopped playing him. That might be Stan Van Gundy's fault, but they just stopped playing him too. So like, which is like, why? Why for what? Stephen Adams. Now right. they have Jonas Valanciunas. Like, what are we? Don't what? Are, you know, you know how you get on Twitter and you see these fan takes, and you're like, we're all idiots. We could never be GMs, even though we play GM all the time. I genuinely think you and I could be a GM at this. Oh, easily. We see some of the stuff that happens. I'm like, I think we could do it. Like, I, the I Hawks are going to let John Collins walk for absolutely nothing. We could easily be GMs. They're going to re-sign Solomon Hill and let John Collins walk. Oh, I could. I could overpay Evan Fournier. I feel like that's not a hard job. I could give Evan Fournier eighty million dollars, no problem. We were laughing at this. I have a list of things that I want to talk about that I, I built up in my in my notes app, but I never finished the sentences. It's just a bullet point. So like I put Lonzo Levine Bulls cap. But for Evan Fournier, if we want to do what the Knicks are doing next, I put Evan Fournier most predictable bad contract of all time. Hashtag Knicks or just dash <laughs> Knicks. That's all I put. And listen, Evan Fournier is a fine player. Would I have liked him to return to the Celtics? Sure. Am I giving Evan Fournier $20 million? No. I'm not doing it. $78 million. Four years, $78 million for Evan Fournier. That is Feels like unbelievable. A lot. Feels like a lot. Who, a lot. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I like Evan Fournier. I wouldn't have hated him returning to the Celtics at like 15 a year, though, for like two years, not four for 80. Four for 78, and that's see, that's the problem. Like You're, you're, you're focused on the now. The, the, the deals that you make at 6.02 p.m. when free agency starts are always these panic moves. It's bad. And like in two years, they're going to be wanting to – I guarantee you, uh, Drunk Off PNR Season 3, we'll be talking about destinations – for Evan Fournier, where can we put him? Where's the best place for him to go? Because they'll want some free agent who's about to come available. Like Anthony Davis and Paul George would be like, oh, you know what? I'm done in LA. Yeah. And they'll be like, where do where can we get rid of Evan Fournier so we have a chance? Yeah. They, do, they do the same thing like all the time. And no, now Fournier, Fournier is going to be the perfect buyout guy in two years. And he's going to go to well, the Warriors and win a ring. Yeah, they're going to be like, please, like, you're going to have to get rid of them and just attach like a pick and some team that's tanking in two years. Like, they'll do, they'll, they'll put some franchise in Seattle and they'll take on Evan Fournier's contract. 
because exactly can. So Derek Rose, three years, 43 to the Knicks, and Evan Fournier, four years, 78 million. It's a pair with Julius Randle. So, I mean, congrats. Yeah, I tweeted the Knicks. I mean, let me get my actual tweet because they also signed Alec Burks to three for 30 and Nerlens Noel for three for like 38 or something like that. So they're running back a team that was clearly overmatched by the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. So I tweeted, Knicks bring everybody back and adding Fournier just to win 42 games next year. Yes. Yes. Right? Like that's That's exactly what's going to happen because they overperformed in the regular season. Like that's not... I don't care what anyone says. That is not the fifth seed in the, or the fourth seed, wherever they ended up being in the end. They were the fourth seed. Yeah. yeah, that is not the fourth seed in the East. No. Evan Fournier makes that team better, and they're still going to be like the sixth or seventh seed next year. Well, the, the Hawks and the Heat are just definitely better than they are. They're just clearly better. better. Without a, I would argue the Celtics are a lot better than them. I was about to say, and we'll see about the Raptors too. Yeah, the I Well, let's move on to Toronto yes. and Miami. That's a great mm-hmm. segue there. Lowry signed trade three for 90, which is an insane amount of money for Kyle Lowry, in my opinion. He's going to Miami. It's a, it's a sign and trade. They have not announced that I've seen anyway what Miami is giving to Toronto. I'm assuming that it's still probably being worked out right now. Would you rather this deal three for 90 for Kyle Lowry or the James Harden deal last last season? James Harden. Yeah. You're going to give up. This is my point. You, you balked at the James Harden deal because you didn't want to get rid of Tyler Harrow. And then everything that the Houston Rockets wanted, you're just going to send to Toronto for a worse player at more money. And also Toronto at the trade deadline, you didn't want to give up Kyle Lowry because you weren't felt like you weren't getting satisfactory deals. And there were rumors like, for instance, Sixers, you could get, have Maxi. Thibault, two first-round picks. We'll see what we're they're getting back, but I'm assuming they're getting Goran Dragic's uh, contract. Mm-hmm. Because I have they to need assume. to make the salaries match. And then yeah. one of the young players on the Heat and maybe a pick. And yeah. what's for the all-time, like, isn't he the leader, franchise leader in points? He's the no, franchise Vince leader Carter. in, like, everything. He's, like, the Vince, best player that's ever been on that team. Yeah, uh, Vince Carter, but also, like, Kyle Lowry yeah. just played there for so long that he might still hold all the records. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's getting his um, number retired. Oh, without a doubt, especially after getting that ring. So both of those teams, it's like if you, I bet if, if there's a few teams that I bet if they wish they could time travel, those two would be near the top of the list. Yeah, no, it's they both could have benefited from dealing for, from literally making the same deal just with other teams before now and now they're just going to be worse teams without it. like Kyle Lowry does not make this team a title contender the win I, I was about to say and the window feels like really short because like Jimmy Butler just signed his max extension too but he's also going to be 32 or 33 this year I think so 32. he's 32 Lowry is I believe 33 like it's uh it's uh not ideal no you know and then Speaking you've got Jimmy big- Butler though real quick his max extension, his final year of that deal, he will be 36 years old, making $50 million that year. Good luck. That's, so I think that's 2025, 20, 2026, I think. That's a lot of money for a 36-year-old who's never won anything ever. And Kyle Lowry is 35. So older than Jimmy right Butler. Now. Right now. So he's going to be 38, making $30 million on this Miami Heat team. While Jimmy so, Butler is 34, making $40 million on this Miami Heat team. I was Somebody say, get even, Bam out of this goddamn <laughs> out of this in team. Two, in two years, not even the whole contract, just in two years, Lowry will be 37 and Butler will be 34. And that will be the deal. Gross. That seems rough. That does gross. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, also they signed Duncan Robinson to $90 million. <laughs> NBA NBA cap space has never and will never make sense in my head. We could be GMs. It's almost like they just spend money just because it's like, all right, it'll appease everybody. And if it doesn't work, we'll just like it's easier to get out of contracts in in NBA than it is in other sports. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that's not technically true because in the NFL, you can't guarantee money on everything. But 
you, you never see like, like in Major League Baseball, it's, it's so much harder. It's like if the guy's not in the last year of his deal, they never get traded. Mm-hmm. But in the NBA, it's like, all right, I'm just going to unload this guy with two years left to a bad team. And they'll, they'll just take my three first-round picks. That's why I think a lot of teams like the Knicks with Fournier. I think they just don't care about these bad contracts because they know there is no untradeable contract. Chris Paul has been on an untradeable contract for five years and has been traded three times. And got another one today. And just got a massive deal today. What was it? Four for 120 for Chris Paul? Yeah. That's why I, we talked about that. I told you he would opt out because it's like the security of years at his age, four years, like he'll be 40. We have a bit of breaking news from our guy Shams, which by the way, Shams or Shams, I, I still don't know how to say your name, has been absolutely dominating Woj this entire day. Which is wild. Go ahead with your news, and then I, we should probably talk about that too. So we just, we, just, we just touched on the Nick. That's the only reason I bring it up. Uh, it looks like Reggie Bullock is leaving New York and going to the Mavs three-year, $30 million. So not a huge name, but someone that I know Nick fans wanted to see come back. They're going to replace him with Evan Fournier for double the, more than double the money. <laughs> so, How much better is, is Reggie Bullock than than? How much better is Evan Fournier than Reggie Bullock? Well, he's not $40 million better. Not, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, excuse me, excuse me. He's not $50 million better. 50. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess good for the Mavs, too. Like, they still obviously need a star that's not Kristaps, who's a fake star. Um, and they re-signed Tim Hardaway Jr., which was I, massive. I love. Yeah. yeah, I love that move. They needed I, to do that. They really needed to bring him back. Yeah, let's let's touch on something that's smart that someone's done today. Okay, because I don't think we've said any teams have done smart deals. No, we've been um, very negative. We've been very negative, but it's really hard. I'm looking at these deals and they don't make sense. <laughs> but I know the numbers are high, and that's just like what life is. But I'm like, I would never pay that for that guy. Like, where right. does that get you? Um, that one made a lot of sense to me. I like it. I like, I like Tim Hardaway Jr. a lot. I like the plan to just be like, okay, Luca's always going to have the ball in his hands let's just fill the roster with guys who can shoot. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like that's not a bad plan. No. And bring I, back Boban, which is not. And they brought, yeah, they brought Boban back. He's a fan favorite. He'll get you a couple of rebounds. Uh, if they, if they can get off Kristaps for anything, that's like a decent player. They might be an actual like team to look out for next year. I would, I would employ the same logic that apparently the Pelicans just did or whoever i would just get rid of him i would just get rid of his contract and just be like you clearly can't be the beta number two option on this team and get us anywhere luca is in his prime and he might be like he could be the face of basketball in two years i i would honestly just get rid of him any any means necessary and try to just have the cap space available for a bradley beal for a dame for a De'Aaron Fox, and I don't know if that would work because these are all like primary ball handler guys, right? But just I, get rid I of him. Just get rid yeah. of him. Yeah. Do you think like this? I don't know if the money would work. I don't know if anyone would agree to this. But if you just attach a pick to Kristaps, send him to like the Kings for Buddy Healed. Well, the Kings would do it. Like, oh, that's what I mean though. Like, <laughs> just get off the contract. Buddy Healed will help you more than Kristaps will, whether he's playing center or not. Like. I mean, it's not a good deal, but the Kings no. just like every every week. There's a new Buddy Heald trade rumor. Like the Buddy Heald has seen a team traded like for three like years in a row. Yeah, I think he's good too. I don't know why they don't want him since I they drafted know. him. Yeah, ever since. Yeah, I know. Like, I feel like a team's just gonna get him at like bargain bin value at this point because every single week there's a new rumor about him, and he clearly doesn't want to be in Sacramento either. I always see yeah. him like like Instagram posts of him being like, "Yeah, I want to leave." <laughs> I want to go to this team. He's been so, linked to the Sixers multiple times, for including decade, with yeah. Kevin. Yeah, no, exactly. That was fine. Shout out KMS, <laughs> um, Turks and Caicos buddies. Um, speaking of Buddy Healed, I just want to touch on the Lakers trade earlier this week or last week. So the original rumor was Lakers were going to trade Kuzma and uh, who was the other person? Not KCP, the other guy. 
Montrose Harrell. It was Montrose Harrell and Kuzma and a pick for Buddy Heald. Instead, they trade those the you know the pick Kuzma Harrell and KCP for Russell Westbrook. So no one on that team can shoot. KCP was their third best player when they won that title. Does title doesn't count, but they still won it. He was their third leading scorer. How does getting I mean, like, what are we doing? No one on that team can shoot. LeBron is the best shooter, and he shoots like 30%. Oh, no, that's not true. Anthony shame. Davis is the best shooter on that team. He might actually be. I'm not he even might kidding. Actually be. Um, this will be a disaster. Yep. I've never been more sure of anything in my entire life. And listen, Russell Westbrook is not good. I just wow. can't, I cannot continue to do this. What am I watching that other people aren't watching? He take he shoots his team out of a game every single time. The only way I can see this working is because I don't think there are many people in the league who are as dominant in like their word is the word of the team and you can't go against it more so than LeBron James. So if LeBron says you will not shoot this ball seven times under five minutes left in the fourth quarter and brick six of them. You just strictly are not allowed. I will not let you. I will ship you to Tel Aviv, and that's where <laughs> you will play in a European league if you even try it. And he's one of the few guys who could do that to Russell Westbrook, and Westbrook would actually listen. That's the only way I see this working. I don't know if Westbrook would actually listen. I mean, probably not. He's a terrible. Uh, everyone thinks he's this good teammate. You know, cool. Like he, he's supportive of his teammates. Good for him. I like Russ. Out of a game every time. I, I like him. Russ. I think he's good. I think this is a terrible situation for him. I think this was an awful deal for both teams, the Lakers for obvious reasons. But the Wizards got Kuzma. You lose that trade <laughs> immediately. The Wizards, I, another team that I don't know what they're doing. Oh, and they're gonna Bradley, they're gonna lose Bradley Beal next se- season. What they're gonna do? Yeah, but he like recommitted to them, which is so odd because you just watched them. And the only thing you could say is just like the Pelicans, now they've created uh, cap space so that you're building for a better future to pair your absolute star with a pretty good star down the road that can make him stick around. That's the nicest thing I could say. Listen, I've convinced myself that the Celtics are getting expiring contracts so they can have cap space to sign Bradley Beal next offseason, and that's all that matters. Nothing else matters in my head when it comes to Bradley Beal. Oh, P.J. Tucker to the Heat. I was just about to say, I just got that one too. That's interesting. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm curious what the numbers are. I'm surprised that he didn't stay. I will say this. Instant reaction. I want this on record. I want this to be the promo video. I want this everywhere. I want this on a video on the billboards at Times Square. The Miami Heat will not win a championship next year, but they will lead the league in technical flagrant fouls and fights (laughs) (laughs) because they now have a team with P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Baller, Kyle Lowry. Oh, my God. Them on defense are going to cause so many fights. Just so many just after the play fights and technical fouls. No, that's a great point. That's a fantastic point. I I don't I wouldn't want to like be a wing player going up against the Heat, but like I don't know. Jason Tatum's still going to get 20. Dame's still going to get 30. Like yeah. Kyle Lowry's not stopping anybody like good. I mean, it's a solid offseason for them. They got better. Is it I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like no, legit. Like, is I'm it? They're gonna, positive. Are they going to run into the Bucks again? If they run into the Bucks yeah. again, they don't. This team's not competing still. I mean, two not year fifteen, than a healthy Nets team. Two year fifteen for um, PJ Tucker. That's, a, that's, that's pretty a, good for him. That's a good price. Yeah, that's a really good price. I think. I wonder how many Jordans he could buy with fifteen million dollars. Probably and, a lot. Are, do they even have Jordans that he doesn't own yet? I feel like I he has he all gets of them. Like, yeah, I think they just give him the unreleased pairs now. Like they know it's like his thing, so he just doesn't even pay for them anymore. Um, just speaking of shoes real quick, Kyrie tweeted or Instagrammed or whatever that not to buy the new Kyries. He doesn't like them. He didn't have any say in them. Don't buy them. They're trash. They haven't been released yet, so 
super sick marketing campaign by the uh, Nike execs just telling Kyrie, you know, just tell everyone this. These shoes stink, dude. Just, they're awful. <laughs> that is uh, that is an interesting strategy. But at the same time, like, isn't it in your contract? Like, maybe get some say in this. Like, I feel like I that's I, something I you know. should probably talk to the Nike execs before you sign a dotted line. <laughs> yeah, I would, People I would are always think... upset about this shit. And it's like, did you, did your agent like tell you that you were going to have say? Because if right. you signed a contract and it didn't say you're going to have any creative power in this deal, I don't feel bad. I really don't. No, I don't feel bad. I just think it's funny. Um, I, I real quick, I do want to talk about uh, a deal that I really like for a team. Ooh, yes, it's not, mine was Tim Hardaway. What's yours? Jarrett Allen, five-year, $100 million to stay with the Cavs. Now, I don't think the Cavs are good, but I do like Jared Allen, and I think that's a very good price for a good young center in the NBA. I I love Jared Allen. My concern is you just drafted Evan Mobley, a.k.a. Um, the future Chris Bosh, Anthony Davis hybrid that people, some scouts <laughs> said. So now you have a front. You just invested in the front court of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. So like, do they get in each other's way? Maybe. Um, so, but I do. What like I've that. seen because I, uh, admittedly, I didn't watch a lot of Evan Mobley. I've just seen the, what scouts have said about him. Like, I feel like most people. Um, apparently, Mobley is a decent perimeter defender. So, running him at the four is not the worst case scenario. That's good. Then I guess that's where where you build it. And I think um, that's like the you know that's the thought process. We'll take the seven footer, knowing we're going to sign Jared Allen to an extension. And I also, I guess, if you're the Cavs, you're like, ah, why not? We got like, Kevin who Love. Who else are we going to spend our money on? <laughs> we got Kevin Love days. too. So who fucking cares? Yeah, and then like another contract that you're like, they're trying to get out of that thing so bad. Oh, that's real quick. Who, yes, where's was, Kevin Love going? going? Where's Kevin Love going to play next season? Uh, not for Team USA. <laughs> um, your man I Jerry Colangelo roasted his y- ass yeah just the worst family that's ever existed on the planet and there's been some pretty bad ones True. like you think about like villains on earth in the past like uh, so many years it's like Osama Bin Laden the Colangelo family <laughs> number two number yeah. two. a right. traitor to the country <laughs> trashing Kevin Love for his uh, just like who says those comments about a guy who like called you and was like, Hey, I'll play for you for team USA. Like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Like volunteered his free time and you just trash the guy. <laughs> yeah. Did you honestly, like it, that's on you. You watched him play this year. He's not that good anymore. And he's old. Like, and then you came in and you're like, Oh, he's not that good anymore. And it's old. Well, yeah, maybe you should have watched like 30 seconds of game tape before you got him a, a role on the team. And now you're like upset that he didn't do well. What a terrible family. They should Listen, be in prison. Everyone who in saw Guantanamo Kevin Love, Bay. everyone who saw Kevin Love on that team was like, why is Kevin Love on the scene? <laughs> Except for Jerry Colangelo. They should be under lockdown 23 hours in some Siberian prison. That entire family should be. Scumbags. All of them. Where do you want to go from here? <laughs> well, I think from scumbags, Colangelo family, we have to go with the counter. You know, we got to balance out the show. Okay. Good guy campaign got hosed. Absolutely hosed, Aiden. He three did, years, nineteen also, million. When TJ McConnell's getting four for thirty-five, I mean, you that's can't be making agent. you for real. But you can't make half of what TJ McConnell's making. You just made it to the NBA Finals. I do think there's like a a loyalty aspect of it where if you're playing in China and you think like your career is going one way and then it takes a trajectory of like you're an important piece of an NBA finals team. Like I can at least see that a little bit where it's obviously hasn't worked out in other places for him. It was like a disaster when he was on the Bulls, but Mm -hmm. then he goes to the Suns and just like totally revives his career. So you're right. Like he probably deserves more money, but I'm sure his line of thinking was like, this is my home now. This is where it finally clicked. This is where it works. Yeah. And I mean, listen, someone's going to make a little bit less money if we're going to give Chris Paul $120 million. So That's true. I guess. And I guess it's going to be a campaign. We talked about it and having him two weeks ago would have been good. So that's, that's a still a really solid team. <laughs> I agree. They'll, get, they'll get Dario back too as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, I, I hope everything works out for the Suns. I do. I like we like Devin Booker. We're Devin Booker guys. And he signed that contract so early. It's crazy to think about, but his free agency is going to be coming up before you know it because he, you know, like in a few years, he could be playing the game. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah. So I don't know. It's it, it, signing Chris Paul. Like, yeah, you get, probably overpaid him, but this works. Yeah, it, I it think keeps so. Devin Booker around. Now, so this is, this is the last deal that I have bookmarked. Bobby Portis is staying with, Milwaukee, which I think is big for Milwaukee. He was very good for them um, in the playoffs this year. Yes. But he turned down, and this is the interesting part, turned down more money from the Heat and the Mavs so he could stay in Milwaukee. Another guy just like campaign where it didn't work out other places. Your career is going one trajectory downwards. Now all of a sudden it's going upwards. Both of those guys revitalized important key members, cogs of of championship contenders so i i mean i get it did they get enough money no but i do understand their mindset of, of taking less money yeah i i just think it's funny whenever you know the miami heat have been connected to every single free agent this offseason including guys who are just like under contract on other rosters yeah <laughs> just like every other year pat riley almost got him it's just funny every time i see you know oh, bobby portis andre drummond Dennis, like guys you're connected to 30 people. You already have a full roster. Like, what? where are we going? And uh, I just thought about that when you said it. Dennis Schroeder kind of left out in the cold with that Russell Westbrook thing. Yeah. Where is he going? I don't know. I he don't wants know. 100 mil. Too bad. <laughs> a bad team will give, him a, give it to him, I think. Right? Yes. But, like, I would think, like, that's a Chicago thing to do. It'd be a Chicago or a New Chicago York doesn't have money now. Their money. Yeah, yeah. They they all spent their money. Oh man, probably Sixers. Who knows? Honestly, the Sixers are going to trade Ben just so they can sign Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> That's do you, do you have a topic? Because I I got one for you. If you don't, is it the Sixers? It is. Okay. Go for ben, it. Ben Ben's going somewhere. He will not. I I don't think he's going to start the season on the Sixers. Now, he's not going to get traded tonight, obviously. But I think the two realistic and best trades that the Sixers could make is either, you know, an obvious one that we've talked about several times with McCollum or SGA. That one I can see, the SGA one. I think, and I may have said this before on other shows, one, I think Tobias should be the guy that they're trying to move. We t- I know you wrote that blog today, and you're like, no one wants to take Ben Simmons' contract. Tobias Harris has a five-year, $180 million contract. <laughs> and like, I know your point was like, and it made sense. Like Ben Simmons is a good all-star, not a great all-star. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris has a five-year, $180 million contract and has yeah. never made an all-star game. Well, he's not he's that good either. Yeah, he's, not, he's not really good. He's not yeah. even a good all-star. He's not no. even an all-star at all. If Tobias Harris is your third-best player, can you make the playoffs? I think if – yeah. Uh, uh, well – Yes, because he was the third best player on the team. <laughs> that's about it. But um, I would say that Tobias Harris with the five years, one eighty million, is a way worse contract. Like I, I, if Ben Simmons is your third best player, that's fine. He can't be your second best player. So, yeah, I mean, very. I mean, to, 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 Tobias' contract is insane. The problem is. This league prioritizes offense more than defense, especially especially offense over individual defense. Ben is a better defender than Tobias is an is an offensive player, but offense is more important. So while they're both overrated and overpaid, Tobias is more valuable. See, I don't know because of all the facilitating that Ben does on offense. Like, I just think there's a reason that JJ Reddick's career was elongated and extended when he was here, and Seth Curry just had the best year of his career. Like, it's very easy to play alongside this guy because um, he creates. And Danny Green, like another guy, like all of a sudden, like you're like the Lakers, like be gone, don't want you. And then he's the second best percentage in corner threes behind Steph Curry. So, um. 
I, I think that he does hold more value. Listen, Ben's not useless on offense, but when you only need to worry about four guys scoring in a game where, you know, shooting is the main thing, like in the half court set, Ben can run your offense. You know how else mm-hmm. can run your offense? CJ McCollum, hey. SGA, you, Russ. There are a lot of guys that can run your offense in a half court set that don't Not cost 150 something million and can't score. Not Russ. Can't score. Well, I've taken Russ over Ben. One of them can't shoot and still continues to do it. One of them can't can't shoot and refuses to do it. Neither will get us to a championship. I'll take take the guy who shoots over the coward. I I do not want the statistical worst three-point shooter of all time on my team. I don't want the coward from Australia. I know. And the turnover to assist ratio? Oh. Not even close between. The I two. don't want. I don't want the best defender in the NBA who refuses to play defense on actual NBA stars. That's what I don't want. You don't want the best defender in the NBA that refuses to play defense on actual <laughs> stars. Is what I said. He, I don't know why you say that. Like, because I've looked at the stats and he deal. doesn't. He doesn't play <laughs> he was, the defense on the good players. He was guarding. They put, deal him, on the, they put him on the third best player on the team. Like wow, the third best player didn't score when Ben Simmons was guarding him. Wow, <laughs> yeah, but the first best player had fifty. <laughs> But, but guys, I don't do worry. Have... Don't worry, guys. He had 42 points in a loss against Utah Jazz, though. Don't worry. You guys all ate that up. <laughs> it's because he won't mom. stop talking about it. You guys will stop talking about it. Because it was like on <laughs> After Gobert, Kyrie like... gave him 40. After Kyrie gave him 40, he was like, yeah, well, I gave Rudy Gobert 42, even though he only guarded me on four possessions. He guarded him the whole game. No, he did not. But you could do this. Ben Simmons I, was we, four we for nine on Rudy against Rudy Gobert that game. So, so almost 50% shooting. So nine points. Efficient. He had nine Hold points. On. Hold on. We can't do this on the free agency show. You're right. No, you're right. We're right. going to do this the entire offseason, and it's going to be one of our only topics after free agency. Listen, though. the guy stinks is what I'm saying. Let me let me do my Sixers thing real quick because I <laughs> okay. think it's it, like a reasonable Sixers thing. Um, so I, I feel like most people understand, but there I saw some like people who – we're upset that by 610 the the Sixers roster hadn't totally shapeshifted but i don't know why they expected that to happen the, the moves that we wanted to make were always going to be trades we we don't have a lot of salary cap space to begin with so they weren't going to go out and and make any splashes unless you make the case that you really wanted Kyle Lowry for 3 years 90 million and i don't know do you want to give Tyrese Maxey for 38 year old Kyle Lowry like I don't know uh, unless that's like what you wanted but nobody else like who was your plan Evan Fournier like I, I don't really know and I saw a little bit of that but I think everybody's on the same page you're right I think Ben gets traded but it was never going to be um like a big free agent splash and we're gonna have we're gonna sign all these guys and completely reshift the roster like we're kind of out of money as it is mm-hmm. so everything would have to be trades and just kind of moving stuff around um, so I, I didn't really expect like a big day today. I'm fine with the, the signing of Furkan Korkmaz three years, 15 million easily. That's a tradable contract down the line. It's not a lot of money in NBA terms. He's mm-hmm. like a, he's a very solid backup shooting guard, great reserve guard. And that's it for three years, 15 million. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, just staying on the Sixers. So they lost Dwight Howard today. He's going back to the Lakers. So I, I know he was a bad fit in the Hawks, but I thought that was a great signing last year for the veteran minimum. He was a perfect veteran leader. I agree. No, he was the perfect backup for Joel Embiid, in my opinion. Um, but so now you don't have a backup center, mm-hmm. and you don't have a starting small forward because Danny Green might go back to LA. He played. He was our shooting guard, but yeah. Well, I thought Seth Curry was your shooting guard. Oh, true. Well, oh, yeah. Well, it, 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 you, you need another wing player is what I'm getting at. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But you have no money. So Well, you have money. You have money if Danny Green doesn't come back. But what was he getting paid? Like $5 million? Fifteen. He, you were giving Danny Green $15 million. We weren't giving Danny Green $15 million. He no, Maury gave him $15 million. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> we didn't give him $15 million. We were giving Al Horford double that and had to get rid of it. And we were like, here you go. We got to make these salary caps match. <laughs> so we took Danny Green. 
I'll, I'll take that deal a hundred times out of a hundred. We got Celtics rid of legend. Al Horford. Celtics we, legend Al Horford. I will not stand up for this disrespect. Great. You have him back now. Enjoy it. <laughs> we saved like $10 million getting him. I'm also, 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 I'm sorry. I don't want to. The Celtics are fine. I said this year was a wash. They'll be fine. But watching you guys talk yourselves into Josh Richardson and Al Horford, I feel like the meme of James Franco with the noose around his neck. And he's like, ah, first time. <laughs> Well, he's getting hung because that's where you guys are at talking yourself into Josh Richardson and Al Horford. I've right. been there. So let's let's hey, let's let's take a pause for the cause real quick. I because I don't I, obviously this is not you know Josh Richardson and Al Horford does not make this team a championship level team. Obviously, <laughs> we, no, we don't need to say we know. Well, I know. I, I can only speak for myself. We got some idiots out there, but. You trade Kemba for Al Horford, you know, and a couple other pieces. You end up saving like $10 million because that deal. And you lose a, a year. Kemba had it was on a longer contract than Al was. So that's good. That's a win in my my book because Kemba barely played. And if Al gives you anything or teaches Rob anything, that's plus. Josh Richardson, yeah. we got for nothing. Literally nothing. And but for Moses Brown, who has year. never, he was on the team for two weeks, whatever. Remind me, but can't you move off that deal in a year or two? Who? The Josh Richardson one. Doesn't he have one year left? This is his, yeah, he's on an expiring contract. Okay, that's what I, I thought. See, I'm pretty sure it's a one-year uh, thing, which, from what, the, you know, Chris Dunn's on a one-year, Richardson's on a one-year. Every move that the Celtics have done is building so they have cap space for 2022. When mm-hmm. I... In my opinion, they're going to make a run at Beal. I think that's what their plan is. I, I I think their plan is let's try to be competitive this year without spending too much, so we can make a run at you know a Bradley Beal or another big name guy in 2022 when there are yeah, actual big names available. That's what I'm saying. Like the, I don't get why a lot of teams have have like the, if you're making a big splash now, I don't get it. No, unless you think you can win right now. But you, the Knicks, I think Miami thinks they can win. They yeah. can't. But the Knicks, Miami, like these teams. Chicago. S- Chicago spending money when you shouldn't be spending money. Like, you know, someone has to sign Lonzo. They just have, yeah. he's going to be, he's not going to be a free agent. He's going to get signed. Do you have to give him 85? No. But when's the last time? He's your best point guard since Derek Rose 10 That's years true. ago. So hey, I do, I don't hate the deal. On- Ryan Archidiakro's name. <laughs> Celtic legend Chris Dunn would like to have a word. Yes. Also, Patty Mills is still out there. That's I think the Celtics are going to go after Patty Mills. I hope we go after him. Let's just build Team Australia on the Sixers. I think if you trade ben, ben and go get the actual good point guard from Australia. Can we also all rapid fire the points that I have left? Oh, yeah. I think I only have the one point left. Oh, I have two things. The Spurs... Uh, just loading up on white guys is kind of fun. Yep, Alex Collins and Doug. <laughs> just just the way San Antonio funny. likes it. Yep, Demar's yep. out of there. We got to replace him with a couple of the whites. Yep. And then also this little tidbit that I found. Um, someone found it on Twitter or Reddit or something. The Sixers 2016 NBA Summer League roster. A lot of these guys are getting paid recently, so it's just funny to look at. Um. The roster, Alex Caruso, Jeremy Grant, Rashawn Holmes, Timothy Luau Cabarro, TJ McConnell, Ben Simmons, uh, Nick Stoustis was on the team, and also Christian Wood. Mm. So the amount of money that these guys have made in the past year is remarkable. They put this team together for a summer league. <laughs> Can't forget about Nolan's Noel just got paid today. And he was on the team the year before. Perfect. So he wasn't on the on the summer league team here, but he mm. was like on the team. Yeah. So, I mean, with Embiid as well. You're right. <laughs> we had all this talent, and here we are. Yeah, here you are losing to the Hawks in the second round. Yeah, yeah. We've Not bad. So Not bad uh, at you know all. Would be, you know what would be a sick power forward so you can move Tobias to small forward? Christian Wood. Christian been, Wood. That would have been a sick power forward. Or just oh, well. having him as a stretch five instead of having to play Dwight Howard. That would have been great. That would have been, that been cool. Good time. I'd argue. I'd argue that maybe when you have a GM who puts together a summer league team that's getting paid like this, maybe you should keep him around and not bring in a guy who then hires his son without interviewing any other candidates. Now, did 
did they choose Okafor over Christian Wood? In what sense? Like, well, Christian Wood was on that summer league team, but he is not currently on the team. I know Okafor was on that team. No, so Christian Wood, like, I don't even know if he made the team flat out. Like, he was like undrafted. That's what I mean. So you, you picked Okafor over Christian Wood, basically. Yeah, kind of, but they were trying to get rid of Okafor at the time. Mm. So I'm sure, like, they, they, I think they traded Okafor soon after this, anyway. It, it gets so, <laughs> so much trauma has happened. I don't even remember. No, it's always good to use like a top five pick on a big and then trade him two years after you draft him. He sucked. Yeah, no, he's but he also was really the, bad. the fourth pick was Kristaps, so I don't know. I don't know which I'd rather be straddled Maybe with. Trade back next time. Maybe it's trade back. <laughs> yeah. Get, get a couple assets. Exactly. Um, but those are the last tidbits I had left. Do you have anything left? Uh, I just I just want to ask you, because I forgot to do it when we were talking about Ben Simmons. The report came out today, or might have been yesterday, that Maury wants a KG Paul Pierce type of deal for Ben Simmons. Which, I mean, kind of puts in perspective of why he's currently on the roster still, because what a ridiculous ask. Is it, though? I mean, when you think of, like, what the Celtics ended up with, like, they got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown out of it. it yeah. It was, both those players well, are better than Ben Simmons right now. Yeah, but so, I, they, at the time, I don't I don't know if they mean it like that. Like, we didn't know at the time when that trade was going down. That the Celtics got, like, eight first-round picks because of that. Tatum. Yeah, but they got so many picks here's the thing about it because I think we're, we're starting. I'm so mad at him and act. No, I'm actually happy because I've been so emotionally drained from him passing up that dunk, but I just don't care about anything that happens in <laughs> Philadelphia sports anymore. The Phillies are on the back right now. I guarantee they blow this game. It won't hurt me at all. Devonte Smith's out two weeks. It's mm-hmm. not going to hurt. Like it did nothing even just clicked at all. Like the Carson <laughs> Wentz thing. We're going to lose our first round pick from that. I mm-hmm. haven't even, I haven't even flinched thanks to him and the way he ruined me, but (laughs) he's 24 years old. He's got four years left on his deal. He should have been the defensive player of the year. We Mm kind of talked about it. He's a good all-star, not a great all-star, but he's still an all-star going into his prime and ascending into his prime. There's a lot of teams out there who you look at Ben Simmons. They've won 50 plus games every year that Simmons has played on this team. There's a lot of teams out there who would love to be in that position. And I know, like, from our side, for the Sixers, we're tired of plateauing. We're tired of, you know, making it to the semi-conference finals. Um, But there's a lot of teams out there who are dying just to get back into the playoffs. Like, you you look at these teams making deals like the Bulls and the Pelicans and, and uh, and the Knicks, and you talk about them spending money. Any of those teams would have loved to have the opportunity at Ben Simmons to, to have him on the roster. So as mad as we are at him, he's not bad. No, he's not bad. And I said that in my blog today. He's not bad, but he's wildly overrated and overpaid. But I think the line has been blurred to the point that like people are so mad at him and he's become such a Twitter joke that now when you're like asked for anything in a trade, people are like, oh, why would they ask for that? Well, yeah, because he was still pretty good. Like he was still an all-star this year in first team all defense. Like he's, he's not awful. And I get the Twitter joke part, but... For me, anyway, the Twitter joke part comes in when Sixers fans are like, we're going to get Dan or Beal. No, you're going to get CJ McCollum and you're going to say thank you. Well, no, see, the problem with the with the Ben thing is he would he would be able to make that deal happen, but you're giving up Maxi and probably Thibel and probably two first round picks. I don't, I don't, I think people think that when they say Ben for Dame, I think he's the key piece in that. But you're not getting it's not a straight up thing. You know? No, no, no. But the deal you just listed off, that's if I'm Portland, that's what I'm giving you McCollum for. No. Like, I'm not giving you Dame is deal. Dame's arguably the top five player in the league. I'm not giving you that for Ben, two unproven guys and a couple of picks. Especially when no they, they Portland's not like the best drafters. They got well, Dame and CJ's well, decent. Help them with that. Right, well, that's, that's my point, though. Like, you need to be a little self-aware, guys. You know you can't draft. You got lucky with Dame. Maybe we uh, don't go all in on picks. Uh, one point on them. They traded Gary Trent Jr., who I love, mm-hmm. for Norman Powell. Now Norman Powell's going to be leaving, and Gary Trent Jr. just signed, like, four years with the Raptors. Yep. Uh, all-time win for the Raptors, looking back at that trade. 
Yeah, I, ne- anyway. I didn't get it at the time. We talked about it, and I didn't get it at the time, and now it looks even worse. It looks great for the Raptors, though. Good yeah. for them. No, fantastic deal for the Raptors, especially they're getting rid of Lowry because they're going they're, it I don't think it's going to be a full rebuild, but they're getting younger. It's very yeah. I mean, Siakam is, what, like 28? Siakam's farther old. Siakam and Fred Van Vliet are the oldest guys. They're both like 28, 29. They have a and they'll be solid. I playing in Toronto would help. Like if they could just like not play in Florida, uh, an automatic plus two. That's got to count some for some wins. You know that, it does. Yeah, no playing at your actual home stadium has to count. I think we have quick. Oh, I think we have a last a, a trade right before we get out of here, Aiden. I see it. You want to say it? Uh, restricted free agent Devonte Graham is signing with the Pelicans via sign and trade with New Orleans, sending a first round pick to Charlotte. Now we know why Lonzo isn't coming back to New Orleans. They chose Devonte Graham over him. They gave up a first round pick <laughs> to get rid of Lonzo. I, oh, for God's sake! So, okay, so the so the overall de- deal for the Pelican Pelicans, they're losing Lonzo. They're going to gain. Devontae Graham, Thomas something, Garrett Temple, a first rounder from no. the Hornets, and then is it a no. first or a second rounder from the Bulls? No, they're sending the first. Yes, pick to yes, Charlotte. they're sending a pick to. Charlotte. That's what I meant. Makes it remarkably worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it does make that worse. I I like Devontae Graham though. I don't know how great of a fit that's going to be, but you add a little bit more shooting to. Zion and Brandon Ingram. You lose defense, obviously, but you had scoring. So you got one of those first round picks for Drew Holiday, and then you shipped it off for Devontae Graham. Yeah. I I, I, I personally yeah. I would have kept, kept Drew Holiday personally, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I I think the Zion thing is not gonna work. <laughs> I don't know. No. Yeah, no, I think Zion but they're gonna match anything that Zion gets offered, and they should. But if I'm Zion, I am, I'm taking, I'm gone. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we just got so Shams broke it, but Woj just gave us the details. It's a four-year, forty-seven million, which is that's not bad. It's eleven a year ish for Devonte Graham. Not bad. No, they're gonna save money. They could have paid Lonzo double that. Yeah, I was about to say they're paying half of what Lonzo was. So in that sense, is that worth? Is forty million worth a first round pick? I'm just thinking about the future. I guess you can just move on from that contract a little bit better and have more cap space. Like they've got to bring in another star to play with Zion. So I mean, yeah, it's a solid deal. It's fine. Yeah, and I mean, it. We also don't know whose pick it is. It's a lot less valuable if it's uh, the Bucks pick. That's true. You're either getting thirtieth overall or eleventh overall. That's that's a big difference. Eleventh is being generous. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> we might be getting a top ten pick here <laughs> for sure. All right, for uh, for TikTok purposes, do we both just want to say what our favorite deal of the day was? Uh, ooh, I like that. Yeah, let me let me pull these back up. Do you know what yours is? Yes, let me find the exact details of it, but I do have mine in mind. Um, let's see here. Well, how about I give you two? Because I just okay. thought of one while I was looking. We just touched on this. Gary Trent Jr., they get him in a trade for Norman Powell. Norman Powell walks from Portland, and then he gets three years, $54 million from Toronto. I think that was fantastic from Toronto with the trade and then the signing. And then my other one that I really liked here was, let's see if we can find it. Maybe. Wow, this happened. A lot of stuff happened today. Wow. Right. Where are we at? Tim Hardaway Jr. re-signing with the Mavs, four years, $74 million. Just load up on shooters around Luka. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is extremely underrated, so I think that's a good signing. Or re-signing, I guess I should say. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Those are both good moves. I do. I really love the Tim Hardaway move, though. I really like that. Me too. Um, so for me, I think I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction. My favorite move of the day is the Knicks giving Evan Fournier $80 million. <laughs> not because it is a, like we talked about today, not because it is a good signing or a smart signing, but because it is a hilarious signing. <laughs> Listen, as a Celtics fan, I wanted Evan Fournier back, but to see the Knicks 
give some random French guy 20 million a year just so they can be the A seed again. I'll take it. Yes. Good for them. A big three of Derek Rose, Julius Randle, and Evan Fournier. Can't wait to see how that works out. 42 and 40. Probably. At best. So I think. I think yeah, I think that's I think a wrap that. on uh, on the free agency show. I think this was fun. This was one of the funnest days. Of the, most fun, funnest. I don't know what the correct pronunciation is, but I love this day in the NBA calendar. That's for sure. I agree. No, I mean, I can't. I can't remember if it was on the show or if it was pre-show. But I, like I said to you, Christmas morning, pretty much and feels like it. There's more to come. It's not hey, like this is a one-day event. We're not. We're you know we're not. We're not gonna hear from us for another week. There's gonna be a lot of deals in between. Then, I think what we should do is our favorite deals that happen between now and our next recording. Bookmark that, and we can touch on it um, next episode. But as always. Thank you guys for watching. Follow us on TikTok, Tinder, Tinder, Twitter, <laughs> TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Make sure you're subscribing and sharing the episodes with your friends and family on Apple, uh, Spotify, all that. And we will see you next week. See ya.